We're joined by Vashi Capellos, who is with Global News and is on the Hill right now. Vashi, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Well, let's do, you know, this is a more no uh, situation. Our finance minister, it's getting, um, it's getting, um, it's turning into a big, big story. Let's get the refresher on the development, uh, what's, what has developed over the last few days, because it's slightly confusing. And, um, you know, the opposition and the press are calling it a major conflict of interest with regards to um, Bill Morneau and uh, his family's business. Yeah, lots of developments to kind of break down. I think we have to start back in the summer when Bill Morneau decided that uh, he would propose these tax, these changes to the tax code that really affected small business owners. They decided to fight back, and in the course of fighting back, the spotlight sort of shifted off to Morneau and his own personal finances and how he uses uh, the tax code. And what was discovered essentially was that though people assumed, and he even indicated two years ago, that all of his assets, which include millions and millions of dollars of shares in his family company, Morneau Chappelle, that we thought that those assets were being held in a blind trust. So that basically that means that, you know, if they're held in something he can't see, he doesn't know about, then that limits the idea of conflict of interest in the laws he develops or the policy he proposes. Did he but allude to that? Yes, he did two years ago. He was on CBC and he said, I would expect that my assets would be in a blind trust. Well, now we find out wow. that they never were placed in one because the ethics commissioner said, you don't have to. We'll use a conflict of interest screen instead. So all these years, we, we've been led to believe one thing, and it mm. turns out the opposite is true. And so that's why people are saying, uh, you know, this is a conflict of interest. Now, today, a major development, I just came back from Parliament Hill, where uh, the finance minister announced that even though, you know, he's not breaking any rules, he realizes he has to be held to a higher standard. And not only will he place all his assets in a blind trust, but he will divest himself of the shares that he holds in Morneau Chappelle. Did he mention how many shares? Because today David Aiken uh, said there's about 2.27 million shares, uh, which would give him a dividend payout on October 31st, nearly uh, $150,000. Morneau saying a million. Did he talk about that at all? So this is really going to be, the, I think, the most important question going forward. Basically, in his disclosure, when he first became finance minister, he had about 2 million shares. Mm-hmm. Today, he says, I only have a million shares. So the big question is, what happened to the to the million? Somehow, mm-hmm. did you sell them during the time you were fine minister, I'm sorry, finance minister? And it, did you make any decisions that could have influenced the price of those shares that you sold? And I will note that the price of the stock in Morneau Chappelle has increased in the two years that he's been there from about $15 to $21. There is something else I wanted to ask you about, and it's this bill, because there's been, wanted some clarification if you've got any uh, on how um, he is pushing through a bill through Parliament. It's Bill C-27. I don't know the specifics of that bill, but it would improve business opportunities for firms like Morneau Chappelle. Um, what do you know about that? So basically, the bill is about pensions and about um, employer to employer pensions and and essentially the way in which pensions can be bought. Uh, What makes it a potential conflict of interest is that Morneau Chappelle, of course, sells pensions there. That's what they're in the business of doing. Mm. And so now that it's being disclosed that he held these shares, actively held the shares, they weren't even in a blind trust until today, essentially, uh, then what does that, you know, is he furthering his company's bottom line by pushing through this legislation or by sponsoring it? So that will be 
another major question that hangs over his head. He contended today that it was there was no conflict of interest, that if there had been that conflict of interest screen that was set up by the ethics commissioner would have caught it. Uh, but, I mean, sometimes what, what the rules allow doesn't always pass a sniff test with the public. Well, it's interesting, you know, that uh, the Trudeau government and Morneau have been saying we're going to close these tax loopholes and things like that and kind of vilifying people that are using loopholes, the smaller businessman, uh, you know, while they do these tax reforms. And then he's somehow found a loophole. Yeah, I think, you know what, and you've hit the nail on the head. Nobody would be talking about Morneau's personal finances the way we are now if he hadn't decided to pursue these closing of these so-called loopholes that were so specifically targeted to certain segments of the population who then fought back. And the only reason that everyone's going through everything he's done with a fine-tooth comb is because of that. Nobody Mm -hmm. begrudges him for his wealth or his success, but he is using many of the loopholes that he is accusing others of, of being tax cheats for. Or essentially, that's what the opposition would say or critics would say. So I think it's the hypocrisy that has struck a nerve with Canadians. And unless you see a real mea culpa coming Mm -hmm. forward in the next few days, I don't know if that's if that feeling will ever leave. I understand that they've started to walk back some of the tax reforms. How much of that would tie directly into this? Yeah, they walk back a lot of them, actually. Uh, of the three that they proposed, only one sort of will remain the same. They completely canceled another one of them. And then the mm-hmm. third one, the, the most controversial one, they made it so that it really, really only affects the top 3% of earners in the country. So, so doctors are uh, still upset. Yeah, they're still upset mm-hmm. and, and with some reason. Um, but uh, but I think in general, uh, you know, an, enough to maybe sort of assuage some of the some of the re- retaliatory behavior. Um, but I think the, the bottom line is that even now, the da- you know, the damage has kind of been done because it brought on all this scrutiny over his own dealings and and that he can't reverse. Vashi, what is the opposition saying? I mean, have they been calling for resignation today? Yeah, they're still calling for resignation. I mean, they're they're very intent on on pointing out that there are still some remaining conflicts of interest and and getting to the bottom of first of all, why did it take you two years to do this, uh, which is a valid question. And second of all, what happened to those shares like we were talking about? I think that will until he answers those questions, uh, you know, the opposition will continue to to sort of smell blood in the water and and stay on this track. Well, I understand Trudeau was hammered in uh, question period yesterday. The federal finance minister uh, today, of course. Um, holding that press conference. Is the Prime Minister mums the word today or is he talking? Yeah, mums the word so far. Um, we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen him other than earlier today before this announcement. Uh, he's not in question period. The prime, the finance minister took the majority of the questions uh, during question period today. So uh, we'll wait to hear something from him. He's not too, you know, he, he, he sometimes dodges things, but but not as often as a lot of other politicians. So uh, he does make himself available to the media. So we'll be watching to see if he does tomorrow. All right. Well, Vasi, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. You make sense of things that sometimes you, you're reading, you're confused, you're trying to figure out what's up what's down but it's nice to have you on the hill i do appreciate your time uh that's really nice of you to say i appreciate you having me on fashi capellos that is ottawa bureau chief and host of the west block on global